I no longer tie external definitions of accomplishment or external triggers of success to define who I am as a human being. So I may have failed at completing a task, but I am not a failure. You may have missed the mark with some of your goals this week, but you are not a failure. Hey, hey, welcome back or welcome to the show. Yes, and with me, your host, Judy Holler. And can you hear that? swirling. Uh, That's me drinking my Advocare. Advocare Spark. And this episode is brought to you by Advocare, our studio sponsor. Advocare is on a mission to empower you to become a better version of yourself by providing tools to help you look better, feel better, and perform better. Yes, and baby, I can get down with that. And I got to say, I'm doing a little glow collagen and spark energy mixed together. And those powders are sort of like my secret weapons. I love mixing the two together. So if you want to learn more about Advocare, Advocare Collagen, Advocare Spark, and all my favorite things, uh, check out the show notes. You can shop, you can learn more, and most importantly, you can get discounts because you listen to this show. Okay, so, yo, I got to tell you something. Um, This is... And Ask Judy Show, it's me, it's you, it's high vibes, it's the mic, it's your questions. But before we jump in uh, to your questions, and I want to pull a card today. Um, I just feel it. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. I feel like we need to. I got to tell you something. So we just found out that this podcast, our podcast, Yes And, is in the top 13% of all active podcasts. Are you are you kidding me right now? I like yo, that is so dope. So a thank you for that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reviewing. Thank you for sharing. My God, it's so fucking dope. So uh, we have Soulfire Productions produces the show, and we have a monthly mastermind as a part of that um, arrangement. It's great. So we come together, all the hosts. I think they have like 40, 50 shows in their network, and all the hosts come together, and and we meet every month and. We share best practices and ideas and all kinds of stuff to help each other out. And our team had just went to the Soul Fire team had just went to podcast movement, that conference and got some great information and all kinds of data and just really cool stuff. And one of the things they came back with was um, some reporting on active podcasts and sort of how their hosts are stacking up uh, amongst all the podcasts out there in the uh United States and beyond. And it was really exciting to hear that our show, our little show that started a year and a half ago is in the top 30% of all active podcasts. And we're really close to being in the top 10% of all active podcasts. So yo, I had to, I had to brag. I had to share that. I had to thank the soul fire team for uh, producing this show. I had to thank you for listening and just, yo, that was really happy news. Um, the other thing I'm going to start shuffling our deck. I want to pull, I'm going to pull today from the affirminator the Affirminator card deck. I will link up in the show notes. It is uh, a deck of 50 affirmation cards to help you help yourself without without all the self-helpiness. Um, so I'm going to pull from that deck. But uh, while I'm shuffling, I got to ask, uh, have you taken a spin 
through the House of And yet. Uh, the House of And, which is an improv-inspired, possibility-driven education and apparel line. It's uh, a new... Uh, business and new brand that I am building, uh, and we are so hype about it. So, the the flagship the flagship product in our store is really our possibility ampersand T-shirts. So, have you taken a spin? Have you bought a T-shirt? Oh my God! Have you seen our tumblers? We have a manifesto. We have notebooks and um, note cards. Stationery. We're dropping some new stationery very soon. Um, of course, our planner lives there. All the books, but our merch is so good. Our hoodies. They're oh, our. They're like these cute little crop hoodies, and our ampersand T-shirts are so fucking high vibe. And on the back, it's got our ampersand in different colors. And then on the back, it says, open the door, like open the fucking door, because that is what you need to do. If you want to live a life that allows you to manifest and live and actualize your wildest dreams, right? We have to keep saying, and, and throughout, throughout time in the improv theater, yes, and is sort of always gone together. Uh, but in the house of and, and really in the work that I'm beginning to do in that new brand, we are really highlighting and, and right. Because you can say yes and still be complacent. And as you pouring rocket fuel onto your dreams and is the gasoline that like ignites the fire in your belly and is movement and momentum. And it really represents what's possible when you're brave enough to bet on your fucking self. And uh, every time you rock one of our possibility and t-shirts, yo, that's what you're telling yourself in the world. And I'm obsessed. We have, um, we have just hired a new agency more to come on all of that as we really think about the story story that uh, this this brand will have. And, and as we most importantly go listen to what she wants to become, but your stories of possibility are going to be a big part of that. And we have so many surprises up our sleeves. A lot of that is beginning next month and really as we go into October and November. So stay tuned. Uh, go to go to houseofand.com, uh, H-A-U-S-O-V-A-N.com. Uh, link in the show notes. We have an Instagram House of and House of and Instagram, my Instagram, my newsletter. I mean, that's where you'll get all the good info. But yo, just get excited. I mean, October, like I am geeking out over what we're gonna do in October, and you're gonna lose your mind. So anyway, just had to mention it. Um, if you have bought a t-shirt, will you do me a favor and tag me on Instagram? Uh send them to me, email them to us at hello at judyholler.com. Um we want your stories and we want to see you rocking the swag. Okay. Affirminators. Now we're going to pull a card just to inspire the show before we get into our questions. And they're so good today. So before I pull the card, go with me. We're going to close our eyes and we're going to take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out together. And when we do that, we're going to breathe in confidence and we're going to breathe out self-doubt. And then we'll do it another time. And we're going to bring it, breathe in love and we're going to bring it into, we're going to breathe and bring in love. And then we're going to breathe out fear. You ready? Close your eyes. Unless you're driving. If you're driving, just energetically do this with us and take those breaths. All right. So breathe in confidence. Breathe out any self-doubt that may be holding you back. We're going to breathe in love. And then we're going to breathe out fear. Any fear that is holding you down. 
or making you question who you are and where you want to go. Doesn't that feel good? A few breaths, nothing like it. I needed it. Okay, here's our card. Again, it's an affirminator. Okay, so I just pulled the card that says, follow your heart. And here's what it says. And it's a little heart with an umbrella on a surfboard riding a wave. Like that's the graphic. Okay, you ready? Here's what it says. I am always rewarded when I follow my heart. I trust that the GPS in my heart knows all the best routes. And when it seems like it's taking too long to get where I want to go, I know that it's because there's some cool, weird stuff to see along the way. I love that. Oh my God. How many times are we doing this, right? Where we're like, oh my God, I just want to get to where I want to go. And I'm hurry, hurry, hurry. I want to be this. I want to be that. I want to do this. I want to go there and let's go, let's go, let's go. We are so in a rush, right? I mean, I just saw uh, the other day pop up on an ad. It was a, a course, like five seconds to famous or five seconds to something like that. Five seconds to famous or five seconds to bestseller or whatever. And I literally laughed. I'm like, yo, there is no, dude, there is no five seconds to shit, right? Sorry. There, there is no five seconds to any of it, right? Anything worth having requires focus and patience and dedication and you being brave enough to look around as you make that journey because so much of what can happen for you, your business, your family on any adventure you take in life really comes through the unexpected twists and turns of being awake and looking up and looking around and meeting new people and reading new books and trying new things. This is why I'm so obsessed with fear experiments, right? It's in those uncomfortable moments of pushing yourself a little outside of where you're comfortable being, where you really crack open uh, all the magic, right? So I love this line, like, and when it seems like it's taking too long to get to where I want to go, I know that it's because there's some cool, weird stuff to see along the way. Yes, baby. Yes. So if you have been in a rush, if you you are feeling pissed off or uninspired or frustrated that something is taking you too long. Let this, let this be a reminder that you are doing it right. You are on the path, your job and your only job is always to keep moving. Because if there's one thing fear hates, baby, it is action. Because when you move, when you take action, you change and fear hates change. So if we know that fear's number one arch enemy is movement and action, then we know how to beat it through movement, through movement. So follow your heart, trust that you're on your path. And if you have been feeling lost or frustrated or impatient, well, baby, there's your sign. Take a deep breath and keep moving. Okay, so this is an Ask Judy episode. So it's me, it's you, it's the mic, it's your badass questions. Put my card deck away. Okay, a sip of spark. Mm. Okay, so it's an Ask Judy show. And I love these shows because I love your questions. They're always so fucking good. And just so you know, I pull 
usually every now and then I'll do it from Instagram. I'll get your questions on Instagram, but I love on Instagram to to do kind of like the live coaching on the spot. So stay tuned, like follow me on stories because once a week I am in my IG stories, literally live coaching you guys. So I will put a question back box, ask you for your questions. And then I literally jump in and answer all those questions on my Instagram stories. And then I'm also posting in our private Facebook group. It's a a Facebook group called the house of and fam. I'll link up in the show notes, dude. If you're not there, you should come there. Uh, There are things happening there that don't happen anywhere else. We are also going to be starting some weekly lives. Um, It's also how you can communicate with me directly and Amanda on my team. Um, She's in there helping me moderate. Uh, It's us. It's us in there talking to you. You can ask questions, connect with each other, share advice, share fear experiments, get support. It is so fucking high vibe. Uh, And we're going to really be turning the volume up there as we work with our new brand partner and agency to really uh, make some changes in the brand and in the business. So if you're not in our private Facebook group, go there. But I pulled our questions uh, from a post I made in that group. I was like, yo, guys, I'm recording an Ask Judy show. What do you want me to talk about? I picked five questions from that thread and we are vibing into them today. So we're going to get right into it. We've got five. Let me make sure. How many questions? Yep, five questions. Uh, And the first one comes from Nikki Lineberry, who writes this. I would love for you to touch on your successful habits and how you stay motivated on the hard days. Okay, Nikki. I love this. Um, Number one, I could not live. Well, I mean, I could live. I just wouldn't be living as high vibe and as focused and as successfully uh, mentally and emotionally without goal-focused planning. Uh, It has changed my life. I've been goal-focused planning for the last seven, almost eight years. Um, And what goal-focused planning is, is it is a way of achieving goals and scheduling your week and your time with the scientifically backed approach of working in smaller windows to achieve big results. And I have been goal-focused planning for a while, so much so, and I've loved it so much that I ended up making a planner. And it's called the Vibe and Thrive Planner. It was released um, last year. And it is this beautiful blend of protecting your day and really leaning into high performance habits. We work in 90 day windows to achieve big results, but it also is of course inspired by improv theater, but it protects equally your mental health and your mental wealth. So it's kind of like high performance habits blended with mental health prompts. So if I had to pick one thing, Nikki, um, that I believe is my most successful habit, it is owning my morning and investing in me before the rest of the world. So this is a part of the Vibe and Thrive Planner. I'll link up to that planner in the show notes, but let me walk you through um, how my morning goes most days. Notice I said, here's how my morning goes most days days. The second part of your question is how do you stay motivated on the hard days? Yo, we're going to talk about that because we all fall off our game. We all fall off. 
right? We just have to pick ourselves back up and keep going. I'm going to touch on that in a minute. But the reason I say, here's how my morning goes most days, because that's most days. Like I live like an 80-20 rule in life period. 80% of the time, your girl's real good, right? I'm good. I'm drinking the the green juice. I have the vitamins. I got the kale. I'm moving my booty. I'm doing all the things. And then 20% of the time, I get a little naughty. Okay. I get a little naughty, have a little fun, fall off, right? But we pick ourselves back up. So this is kind of how I roll 80% of the time. And I thought I'd share that with you because there is no perfect. Dude, you are not a robot. You are a human being, not a human doing. So we have to give ourselves grace. However, a schedule, uh, a set of tools, uh, uh, habits, that you can fall back into and lean on when you get off your game are so critical because you're going to fall off. So I think really building a set of habits to get you back to yourself is so powerful, especially when shit gets hard and when you fall off. So my morning goes like this most days. I wake up to my alarm in the bathroom. So I have to get up and turn off my phone. Like, first of all, it gets my ass out of bed and I charge my phone in the bathroom so that I am not laying in bed looking at my phone because I will. So I make it a pretty big priority to read fiction before bed to turn my mind off. Um, So I wake up to my alarm in the bathroom. I get up, I turn it off. Oh, and guess what? I'm in the bathroom. So I wash my face, I brush my teeth. And then the first thing I do is I make my bed. I make my bed. I'm a bed maker. I feel like it's like a task. You can check off your list that makes you feel really high vibe and productive before anything else has happened. So wash face, brush teeth, make bed, do the like morning stuff. And then I go in and your girl gets a coffee going. I got my little Nespresso machine, my little coffee frother, and I do the collagen and the coffee and it's amazing. So I get the coffee and then I bring my coffee into my office. Um, usually this is all like happening between 6.30, 7 and 8. I'm usually in my office like 8 a.m. ready to get into work, right? So that's kind of like my timing. I don't have wee little ones running in my house, just my husband, my dogs, and stepsons who are older. Um, so I get up, usually 6.37. Um, so I've got my coffee and I come into my office. I light a candle and I catch a vibe. So I always light a candle. It's like this habit. It just gives me some Zen and I catch a vibe with a, like a sort of vibey Spotify playlist that I'm into. I've been doing a lot of jazz lately, like summertime jazz. Um, so that's sort of what I do. I'll put on some jazz, something really like high vibe and chill first thing in the morning. And then I open up. So light a candle, catch a vibe with my Spotify playlist. And then I open up my vibe and thrive planner and I fill out those prompts to set up my day. And this is really my journaling. That is how I journal every morning. I mean, we start our day, uh, with our 10, I am power statements, right? The three things I'm grateful for. Um, one thing I'm excited about today, uh, one way I'm going to practice self-care and really love myself. Uh, uh, what is my morning build up to myself? Meaning, you know, what's a way I can hype myself up today? So it's like, you know, you kind of giving yourself a build up. I set my three priorities, right? And then I go in and I sort of line out my day. I open up my Google calendar, not email, just my Google calendar. And I look at my day, you know, I've got it already scheduled out in my week, uh, but this is in my daily pages. I sit down with that daily page. I look at my day. I cross check it with my Google calendar and I just line up the day and I time block all my priorities and really think about 
intentionally how my day is going to go. Where are my work appointments? Where am I in my schedule? And what time do I have left to get the things done that I need to get done? And this is all a part of the Vibe and Thrive process. The planner walks you through everything, but it's also how I journal. So like two birds, one stone. After I fill out my Vibe and Thrive planner planner in the morning and kind of schedule out my day, I open up a book. I read 10 pages of a personal development book. It takes about 10 minutes to read 10 pages of a book. uh, So that's super easy. And then I go into about five minutes of sort of meditation, breathing, sitting outside in nature. Um, Usually I'm reflecting on what I just read. That's why I love starting with the planner, kind of investing in myself. It's like my journaling, um, get my day organized, get that out of my head. So anxiety also goes out of my head, reading a book and then Right after I read, it's it's kind of a beautiful time to sit down and reflect. Sometimes I just sit, you know, sit um, crisscross applesauce in my office. Um, I'll go into a closet and shut the door. I'll sit outside on my front porch, you know, wherever I can find like quiet. And I just close my eyes. Um, sometimes I do it with my eyes open and I just think about what I just read. I think about what I just wrote and I really visualize um, who, who I'm going to be and who I want to be and... Um, what the best version of myself looks like based on what my dreams and goals are. So that's how I start my day. And uh, that usually gets me right up to 8 a.m. And then I get into work. Uh, Personally, I don't look at email until like around noon. I do my creative work first. That is the nature of my business. So that may not work for you, but I would really challenge you to give yourself the first 60 minutes of the day without tech, without email, without Instagram. Um, I mean, listen, there was a time and if you are under the age of 25, which I know a lot of you are, you will never believe this because you don't remember these days, but there was a time, prepare your hearts that we did not look at email until we actually got into work because we literally could not look at email. There were no phones. Shit. There were, there were really, I mean, I, I know the days of email at work, but there was a time that it was like old school files, file folders, like no computers, no email, but there was a time we did not look at our email. until we got to work because we literally couldn't. Now we have email in our pockets, a slot machines in our hands at all times, triggering us with the ding, 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 ding of dopamine every five seconds. So we have to be really careful. I mean, back in the day, Back in the day, we got work done and wrote best-selling books and built multi-million dollar businesses uh, without looking at our email until we got to work. We'd get up and have breakfast and talk to the kids and move our bodies and read the paper and all sorts of things. Now, we don't because we've built a new habit. So I sort of use my mornings to break bad habits and invest into the habit of investing in myself. Does that make sense? So that's how I roll in the mornings. As for the hard days, Nikki, yo, I give myself grace and I let myself have a hard day. I mean, I, you know, gosh, I fell off this week on my planner. There were two days I didn't fill it out. And I can tell you, I definitely felt it. I felt different. And I wasn't as high vibe. I notice when I fall off, Um, but I also am going to fall off. So I give myself grace and I let myself have a hard day. But, but this is where the vibe checks in our planner every morning come in handy and save me time and time again. The I am power statements, 10 I am power statements every day are key. Even when shit is hard, fuck, especially when shit is hard. I'd say that's when they're the most important. So 
those I am power statements kind of bring me back to myself and what I want to be and where I want to go when things are hard. And also if it's a bad day, um, I'm either going to hide from the world so I don't pass on that negative energy or I do shit to get me in a better place. I will move my body. I'll sweat. I'll phone a friend. I'll get outside. I'll go lay down in the sun. I'll listen to music I love and shake it out. Um, so I, I own it because we can't escape hard things. We can't stop hard things from happening, but you can't be it. You can feel it but you can't be it. So give yourself grace and get back at it tomorrow morning. Okay, a quick pause right here to shout out our listener of the week and do not fast forward through this. You're gonna wanna hear it. It is so inspiring. All right, so our listener of the week is Boy Mamito 2, who writes a podcast with meaning. I have so much respect for this podcast and listen to it during my morning commute to my nine to five and while I'm hammering it out in the gym. I'm an inspiring entrepreneur who is focused on breaking the generational curse. I was raised in a trailer park by parents who never finished high school and who have continued their daily lives by working low paying jobs. I watched my parents struggle to make ends meet, and I refuse for my two young boys to watch me do the same. This podcast gives me so much inspiration, and I hope for bigger and better things in my future. I am all for having multiple streams of income, and this podcast is the blueprint for all of that and more. Oh my God, boy, mamito, mamito, my goodness, I... I feel that review on a soul level because I have been there. If I can fucking do it, so can you and so can anybody else listening right now. You are capable of your wildest dreams. And so I am with you. You, boy mamito too, can write a new story. And I'm over here cheering you on. Thank you for that beautiful review. And I'm so glad you're here. So boy, mamito too, make sure you send me a DM on Instagram or email me at hello at judyholler.com to claim your prize. Cause you know, I'm going to send you some love in the mail for leaving that beautiful review. And if you want to be our next listener of the week, all you got to do is leave a review on iTunes. It's that easy. Okay, question number two comes from Heather Story Baker, who says this, Judy, can you touch on the journey it takes to take a leap of faith and give up a comfortable job with great benefits to the unknown of a new endeavor? Yo, I love this, Heather, because I've done it. I will never forget leaving my corporate job in 2016, by the way, my big old fancy six-figure job with great insurance and great benefits and all the things uh, in, in April of 2016. And I'll never forget, I was side hustling for a while. And I'll break down with you and for you what I did and how I made that transition and what helped me make that transition. And Amanda on my team has done that too. I mean, shit, she was um, 20 years with a Fortune 100 company, big fancy cushy job and left to come work with me. 
and has never looked back. So I have some ideas that can help you do it too, but I'll never forget my boss at the time because I was side hustling. I think I LLC'd my company, um, Hollow Productions at the time. It's now, we're now Hollow Worldwide, baby. But I LLC'd Hollow Productions in 2013 and I started like my website back then, judyholler.com and like started blogging and, you know, speaking for free anywhere I could and writing and just started building a brand and creating a storyline and throwing shit out there to see what stuck uh, way back in 2013, actually closer to 2010, uh, but I LLC'd in 2013. And then I didn't quit my job till 2016. And I'll never get, forget my boss, Jason, at the time. I, he came to Chicago. I was living in Chicago. And he came to Chicago for sales calls and client events and stuff. And he wanted to schedule a breakfast with me. And I kind of knew, I was like, okay, I think, I think there's going to be a come to Jesus here. Um, because our fiscal year at this job I was working ended June 30th and we started, started a new year, July 1st, and it was April. And I just had this like feeling like things were heating up and I just had this feeling he was going to kind of confront me about my side hustle. Right. So, um, I'll never forget. We were having like breakfast at the Lowe's in Chicago and he looks at me and he says, Judy, you know, we love you. Right. And, and we love having you on the team and all that. But like, it's getting hard to explain to leadership how visible, you know, your platform is becoming and you're using all your vacation days to go speak and all of that's great, but we're going to need you to choose, right? We're going to need you to choose. Uh, it's either that or, or, or this. And it was like this reckoning. It's like, I knew it was coming, but it's like, I almost needed to be forced into the decision, but I knew I couldn't choose it. I knew I couldn't choose him. I knew I I knew I couldn't choose that job. And I literally looked at him and I felt like this sickness in my stomach. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't choose you. I, I, I think we're, we're done. And I remember calling my boyfriend at the time, who is now my husband, which feels so funny to say, I mean, you guys, I wasn't married. I didn't have the insurance, any of that stuff. I remember calling Scott. We had just started dating. I was like, uh, yeah, I think I just quit my job. I just quit my job. So I was lucky enough to be able to put together a plan and ride out through the end of the year. So I quit in April and helped find the replacement and onboard and all those things got them settled up and they were so gracious. I worked through the end of the year. Um, so I was really able to really, really ramp up this business in those three months while honoring the commitments I had with that job at the time. But I'll never forget that moment. I felt terrified and excited all at the same time. And as of July 1st, uh, 2016, I mean, that was the paycheck I last paycheck I ever got from an employer, right? Um, you know, so let's talk about that. What helped me get to that point? What helped Amanda do it? Amanda on my team did it as well. Here's the word. Here's how we did it prepare, then leap. So Heather, think of it this way. And anyone in this situation that has this thing that you want to go do for yourself, but you've got this cushy job with benefits that has you in the comfort zone. Think of a parachute. Think of like skydiving, right? The only way anybody fucking jumps out of that plane baby. It's because they have a parachute on their back. You are not going to jump out of a plane without a parachute that deploys, would you? So make sure you have a parachute 
on your back. By the time that reckoning happened for me in April of 2016, I had been putting shit into my parachute. I was like the movie. Have you ever seen Shawshank Redemption? If you haven't, oh my God, my like all time favorite, top three favorite movie. But I was like Shawshank, like chipping away, like in my cell, uh, slowly doing things to get myself out of that world I didn't want to be in into the world I knew I was made for. So I started saving money, like putting money away every, every two weeks, right? When I'd get paid, I'd put some aside for myself. I was side hustling. As you know, for years from 2010 to 2016, I was um, getting clients lined up. I started building a website. I started sharing my ideas. And listen, if you can side hustle, do it. Ask for forgiveness later, right? It is so much easier to build what you want to build with a paycheck than without. So I was building on the side and I was using my vacation days. If I was going to conferences not related to the job I had, if I was getting paid to speak, even if I was doing pro bono free speaking events, I would use my vacation days. Those were my days. I could use them any way I wanted, right? So it's easier to build with a paycheck than without. So get your clients lined up. Uh, Start building a website, share your stuff, side hustle, chip away, right? Um, at what it is that you want. Put some money in the bank and go all in on your strength first, right? When I started my business, I bet on my strength, which is public speaking. I started a speaking business and that has evolved into so much more, but I bet on my strength. So know your strength, know your business model, know the problem you solve and who your customer avatar is. You know, as for the benefits thing, you know, I think that, oh my God, how will I have insurance? I mean, so many of us struggle with that. I went through it. Amanda went through it. Um, it, Same. So I was on my own when I quit. So don't let this be an excuse. There are plenty of plans out there. Start researching, ask around, save for it, budget for it. There are so many entrepreneurs out there doing it. Do not allow benefits or the fear of how will I have insurance to hold you back. There is always away. Start saving. Get your parachute ready. And then baby, when you're ready, take the leap. Okay. Sherry Simpson writes, I'd love to know what tactics you've used over the years to get comfortable doing Instagram stories. Sherry, by doing it. Reps, 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 reps. That's it. Listen, I still don't love it. I still don't love it. It can be weird looking at your face. I hate, you know, I hate listening to the playbacks of the the podcast. I'm like, oh my God, I sound like a turd burglar. I just said turd burglar. Hashtag turd burglar. Way to, way to go, Judy. You know, I'm going to listen to that back and go, oh my God. Like I just said turd burglar. But here's the thing. You got to keep moving. I will never get comfortable seeing my face and playbacks of my keynotes or hearing my voice in playbacks of this audio, but I do it because I know how important it is to show up. So when we think about Instagram stories, I want you to remember the whole point of Instagram stories is to bring you like this sort of in real life-ish behind the scenes content that helps you, keywords here, build trust so you can sell. It's also a place to sell and share things you love and create momentum for things you sell in your business and a place for you to share why you love and create those things. So think of it as your way 
a behind the scenes way to provide value and teach and build trust and help others. And listen, if you don't show up there, how how will we ever know? And the data says it takes seven times for us to see something, seven times, seven different times for us to see something to finally make a purchase. And oh, by the way, you're getting new followers every day. So show up, keep practicing be yourself. I mean, we're so sick of the overly perfect staged Instagram feeds where everybody's got on like perfect makeup and uh, perfect eyelashes and perfect outfits. I mean, yo, we want you. We want real. So be you. You'll see me on Instagram stories with no makeup. You'll see me right after a keynote, all high vibe, right? You're going to see a little bit of everything from me. That's what we want. We want you. Uh, If you always show up perfect and overly produced, unfollow, like goodbye. That isn't real life. It's fake. And it does the inverse of what we want to do on Instagram stories. And what we want to do on stories is build trust. So be yourself. It is your best business strategy ever. And the way you get any good at it, Sherry, is by doing it. So just play, make it a fear experiment to do one Instagram story every day on purpose, because guess what's going to happen in a week's time, a month's time, a year's time, girl, you're going to get good. You are going to get good you are going to build, build trust. And listen, nobody expects you to be a professional. So show up and be yourself, build trust and provide value. You'll win every time. Okay. The next question comes from Erica Biddix. Oh my gosh, Erica. I love this question. She writes, if it did not have any impact on your life as it currently stands, what is one thing in your past you would go back and change. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I, I had to sit back for this one because, um, damn, I don't, I don't know if I'd change a fucking thing. Okay, well, I would change, yes, I would change one thing. I would change the fact that I used to smoke cigarettes. (laughs) I would never pick up a cigarette. I smoked my first cigarette on the way to Panama City Beach, Florida, senior year to spring break because um, I loved that it gave me this like head rush and this buzz, right? So I smoked and I had never smoked all through high school. Like, can you believe that? Like senior year of high school, um, on the way to Panama city, it's like so epic. And then I just started smoking and I grew up in that era guys. I mean, I graduated high school in 1994 represent baby, baby, um, where my 1994 girls at and guys, but yeah, I mean, I, it was a thing. So I smoked and then I smoked through college and then I finally quit, uh, when I was 30 and then, you know, even like early thirties, I'd like party puff and stuff like that. And, and now I don't touch cigarettes anymore. And it's been a long damn time since I've, I've ever had a cigarette, but yo, I would go back and change that. Cause I don't think it'd have an impact on my life as it currently stands, but would it? Because I certainly understand addiction. I under, that was my first addiction. I really think that was my first deep addiction. I mean, I, no doubt. I, I, I make this joke, um, to some of my friends. I haven't made the joke in a while, but that I was like, oh, yo, dude, when I'm like 90 and if I'm still around like 85, 90, dude, dude, I'm smoking again. Like I'm gonna be smoking them up. Cause at that point, like, eh, you know, we're good. Right. Like I could just have a few cigarettes and no, maybe not, but you get my point. Like it's addictive. Even as I sit here with you today, I still, I will be 10 years from having, I haven't had a cigarette and I can't even tell you the last time I had a cigarette. Like 
I could be 10 years removed from that habit and I will walk by someone that's smoking a cigarette and smell it and I'll, it'll trigger that feeling, right? And so I guess, you know, it did impact my life in the sense that I understand addiction. I understand what it feels like to be out of control with something and to hate it, but to not know how to stop doing it. And I know what it looks like to walk through laying it down and healing from it and choosing yourself on the other side of it. So I guess I wish I never smoked, but I don't know if I would change it because maybe it would jack up what the universe has always had in store for me. I I really believe that my soul contract and, and your soul contract is already signed, sealed, and delivered when you're like a little seedling in the womb, right? And every single thing that is happening to you, um, is all part of the plan and, and even the shitty stuff, even the shitty stuff, even the cigs that I regret smoking gives me a beautiful perspective on addiction and walking through hard things. So what a beautiful question, Erica. Um, But I don't think I'd change a damn thing. Okay. Last question comes from Catherine Hoffman. She writes this with goal focused planning. How do you handle number one, a day that gets a total curveball thrown at you and none of your things get done and you feel like you failed the entire thing. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I so relate to that. We'll talk about it and B, how do you regroup when you miss the mark? Yeah. So those are like one in, in the same. She goes, I struggle with the, I didn't start slash get that done as planned. So I should just give up mentality and it's getting in the way of my big goals. Was that ever something that you have had to fight through in your personal journey? Uh, yes. And it just happened to me last week where I, um, I got off my game, right? I got off of it because I had some curveballs thrown at me and I didn't get some big things done. And I, I definitely was kicking myself and it put me behind. But here's the thing. Here's the difference. I no longer tie external definitions of accomplishment or external triggers of like success to define who I am as a human being. So I may have failed at completing a task, but I am not a failure. You may have missed the mark with some of your goals this week, but you are not a failure. So let's lean into your statement. The statement that you struggle with the quote, I didn't start and get what I wanted to done as planned, so I should just give up. Aha, Catherine, that is what fear wants you to do. Fear wants you to stop. Remember, fear has one job. Fear's job is to stop you. So if we know this, then we know that the way through fear, the way we work with fear is to keep moving you begin again, you begin again. That's what's so beautiful about the vibe and thrive process and goal-focused planning. And really remembering that every day you are being reborn is that you get to begin again. So I fight this just like you every single day. The thing that will help you, the shift that you need to lean into is that you may have missed 
the mark. You may have failed, air quotes, in accomplishing a task, but you are not A, defined as that task. You are so much more than a task in your calendar. And you, my dear, are not a failure. So we wake up the next day and we begin again. Every morning you are reborn. Did you know that when you sleep at night, literally, this is why sleep is so important. You are reborn. Your cells, millions and millions of cells are being reborn and turning over every Every night we are repairing ourselves as we sleep. Isn't that exciting? This means that when you wake up and you open your little papers up in the morning, you get a new chance to get it right. So we begin again. You come back to the practice. You come back to the work because here's the thing. None of us are handed a script. Yo, life is improv. We can have a filled out Vibe and Thrive Planner, we can have a beautiful day in store for us, we can have all these dreams and goals, but none of us are really truly in control. Anything can happen at any time. And I think the global pandemic has all woken us up to this reality. We are never in control of external forces, but what we can always control is what we do next and how we show up. So if you have a curveball thrown at you, all right, rock with it, vibe vibe with it, get through it, work with it, and then wake up the next morning and begin again. The one thing you can never do is tie your self-worth to how your day goes or if a curveball is thrown your way. And the other thing you can never do is quit or give up because that's what fear wants you to do. And it will get in the way of your big goals. So we just keep chipping away at it and know that you're not alone, right? So this is why the Vibe and Thrive practice is so great. We work in small windows to achieve big results. And we also give ourselves grace when things don't go right. So remember, you may miss the mark, but you are not a missed mark. You may fail or miss a goal, this week, this month, but you are not a failure. Every morning we begin again. Okay. So those are our questions today. My God, I hope you took something away. I hope you feel high vibe and, and are reminded of your power. And I hope you loved this episode as much as I loved making it for you. Talk to me on Instagram, send me a DM, uh, tag me. Let me know what you thought about this episode. What was your like biggest aha moment, takeaway insight. What questions do you want to see me answer on an upcoming show? I love seeing your posts, so keep them coming. And you can always send an email to me at hello at judyholler.com to share your show ideas, feedback, and inspiration. I love hearing from you. And as always, oh, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for reviewing. And until we meet again next week, you keep opening the door to possibility. Stay brave.